0: Shalom and welcome to bright hour podcast on the exposition of truth restored to the bride of Christ in this last age almighty god grant us your salvation as we go through today's episode in jesus' mighty name amen we will take our scripture today from john chapter 4 verse 24 god is a spirit god is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Notice here, it is a must to worship God in spirit and in truth. Jesus Christ, who is a true and faithful witness, said that God is a spirit. God is one spirit. But we also read from Revelation chapter 4, verse 5. Revelation chapter 5, verse 6. Of the seven spirits of God. These same scriptures talk about the seven spirits being seven lamps of fire. And being seven eyes. And when you go to Revelation chapter 3, verse 1. It says, they are the seven angels. So God is not seven spirits. Neither does the seven eyes mean God is seven eyes. He is neither one nor seven eyes. The Bible is a strange book and has a strange language and it will only take the spirit of the word to reveal the word to give the right picture. The seven spirits the seven eyes who are the seven angels to the seven churches of Revelation chapters 2 and 3. The word angel is a messenger and there are heavenly angels which are heavenly messengers and earthly angels who are earthly messengers. Remember John the Baptist was a man sent from God that is an angel a messenger So by virtue of St. John, a human being, writing letters to those angels denotes they are earthly messengers, human beings. So the seven spirits of God are the sevenfold mission or ministry of the spirit of God in the seven churches. For a better understanding, it is the self-same spirit of God characterizing the missions of the seven messengers to the seven churches. Now, Isaiah 11 verse 2 speaks of the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Here again, these are not seven spirits of God or God being seven spirits, but one spirit of the Lord manifesting in wisdom, in understanding, in counsel, in might, knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. Just like the spirit of grace. You have the spirit of grace, spirit of prayer, spirit of holiness, spirit of faith, spirit of obedience, and spirit of adoption. The attribute of the same Spirit of God. The same Spirit will make somebody see vision. Another will prophesy. Another will speak in tongues. Another will interpret the tongues. Another will interpret dreams. So God is, and God has always been, and always will be one Spirit. God is a Spirit. Two or more spirits will always have two or more different characteristics. And God is identified by his characteristics. Once again, the scripture talks about the Spirit of God, the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord God, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, and the Spirit of Christ. Now, we want to find out which one is what and who is in the believer. Or better still, how many spirits are in the believer? Now, again, the scripture says in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13, that by one spirit, we, the believers, are baptized into one body of one faith. So we are baptized into one faith. We want to find out which one is there by one spirit. Here again, if we are baptized by two or more spirits, we will be living different kinds of lives because every spirit has its characteristics. Oh, yes. But one spirit of the Lord will produce one life same life God's kind of life and that life is Jesus Christ he is the life one spirit of God will lead direct one way God's kind of way and Jesus Christ is that way one spirit of the Lord will lead guide produce one truth God's kind of truth, and Jesus Christ is the truth. By one spirit, we are baptized into one body. So we can see what it means by being baptized by one spirit. Now, before we find out how many spirits are in the believer, which is that one spirit the believer is baptized by? Let us be established first in this. If you are a believer, your believing is not complete without you receiving the Holy Spirit. John chapter 7, verse 37 to 39. Jesus said, as the scripture has said, according to the scriptures, believers should receive the Holy Ghost, the one thing that is needed. Jesus said, as the scripture has said, that is according to the scripture, believer should receive the Holy Ghost. And for a confirmation, when Abram, the father of faith, believed in Romans chapter 4, verse 3, he received the sign of circumcision, a type of the Holy Spirit, in Romans chapter 4, verse 11. Receiving the Holy Spirit is God. Acknowledging and confirming your believing seals you into the body of believers. The Holy Spirit is one thing needful. It is compulsory and compelling for a believer to receive. Another truth is your repentance is not complete without you receiving the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 11 from verse 16 to 18. When the Gentiles in Cornelius' house received the Holy Spirit, the apostles said it was evident or it was a sign God has granted repentance to the Gentiles. So receiving the Holy Spirit is a confirmation. God who leads us to repentance vindicating it with the Holy Spirit. You have repented. Oh, sure. But never rest till God confirms, acknowledges your repentance by giving you the Holy Spirit. I'm not talking about repentance every time you do something wrong. I'm talking about Jesus saying he did not come for the righteous, but sinners unto repentance. I'm talking about from sinner to righteousness. I'm talking about From unbeliever to believer. Listen, my precious brethren. What is the use of claiming you believe and have repented and be lost because you don't have the Holy Spirit? May I provoke somebody to anger and test for the Holy Spirit. Listen, in all you're getting and all you're receiving, receive the Holy Spirit. Spirit, or your confession of Romans 10, 9 to 10, believing with your heart and confessing with your mouth is all right, but will it profit you if you still be lost because you don't have the Holy Spirit? Intellectual confession will not work, but a real believing and confession from the heart will lead you to receive the Holy Spirit. Remember, the scriptures are interrelated. So many times, you cannot take one scripture and go to doctrine with that. You need other scriptures to establish truth. The next is your water baptism is not complete without you receiving the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 2, verse 38 to 39, your repentance and water baptism must complete the prescription with the gift of the Holy Spirit. That gift is not speaking in tongues. That gift, according to Acts chapter 11, verse 15 to 17, is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. No wonder when the prophet preached the sermon talking, he said, that is the Holy Ghost. He said, the talking must be applied and without the talking, you will perish. As a matter of urgency, let us receive the one thing needful, the Holy Spirit. That will make us line up with the Word and be ready for the very, very soon coming of the Lord. And if we say we have the Holy Spirit, praise God for that. But then let the purpose of the coming of the Holy Spirit be fulfilled in our lives leading, guiding, teaching, showing us things to come, power to live a holy life, continuing the works of Christ, and living God's kind of life, which is Jesus Christ. In our next episode, we'll find out which is the by one spirit we are baptized. And how many spirits are in the believer is critical. We will also find out many times we hear Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost in the Bible. Is there a ghost that is holy? God bless you. Stay tuned. Don't miss the next episode. Share the link. And remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Google Podcasts for a new episode every Wednesday. Shalom.